Previously, Evan stunned the band by revealing he is deaf and that he is joining a supergroup. Stian met a rock icon who gave him some life advice by an alleyway campfire, and the rest of the band struggled with facing the final days of their union. This is Live and Death, the Death by Ongabonga radio play. It was written by me, Timothy Raisin, and stars me, Timothy Raisin, as well as these guys. Evan. Ulla. Prebe. Stian. And Sebastian. I'm driving the narrative because I'm familiar with it, but the band themselves have never seen a script or heard the story before now. Welcome to the season finale! The band has landed back in Norway ahead of the biggest show of their career, performing to 700,000 people at Europe's largest ever open-air concert. Ulla is eagerly anticipating the tour's end so he can move to America to be with his new girlfriend. Preben is constantly sending money back to his newfound relatives in Australia. Stian is calling every shop in the country, still desperately seeking guitar strings. And Evan, now comfortable with his deafness, absorbs himself in his poetry. Sebastian, however, is in a state of depression and on the eve of the biggest night of his life, finds himself in a psychiatrist's office, trying to make sense of it all. How, do, how does that make you feel? It's tough, you know. All I wanted to do was make the children dance. Look up at the stars from time to time. Drink one or two foamy ones and hang out with my friends. Now, despite my best efforts, they've all turned their backs on me. The band is dead. And along with it, my dreams and my happiness. Yes, and how does that make you feel? Well, I guess I need to make some big decisions. Maybe it's time for me to be an asshole. I can't be Mr. Nice Person my whole life. <laughs> if everyone else is leaving the band, then why can't I? It was once my main source of joy and relaxation and fun. Now it's just a house for my anxiety. I have to walk away. But... But... But then I'd miss them. The way Ulla's pinky finger looks in the morning. The way Preben knows perfect Thai massage techniques, despite never having taken a course. The way Stian jigs around when he sees a little baby blue tit. <laughs> And Evan. Oh, sweet Evan. Well, he's my special little soldier. Hmm. I guess I'll never figure it out. But who knows? We shall see. Ulla, Stian, Preben and Evan sit around a kitchen. They are having a traditional home-cooked Norwegian meal to welcome them back. An oven pizza a large bag of salty licorice, and 18 bottles of akavit. There's an unsettling atmosphere. People feel a bit melancholic, but slightly more lost. Others feel a bit betrayed, but slightly more confused. No matter the exact emotional cocktail, it's an unhappy drink. The clock strikes midnight, and they remain in silence. 
then a crow in the distance wails, and as if in a work of fiction, everything changes. At first, a phone call. Hello? Hello, my dearest one. Can't talk for long, but I have some very exciting news. Oh, my perfect love. Any correspondence from you guarantees at least one more breaths shall be drawn for, after all, life isn't as dismal as it once seemed when your voice surrounds me. My dear, the arts and crafts bubble in small-town America has burst, but an article I read in Stitch Up says that Norway is the next place to be. So I still want to be with you, but could you envision being with me in Norway instead? Ulla can't believe his luck. Nor can the others. Then the phone rings again. Hello? Yeah, g'day, Preburn. This is Detective Constable PC Andrew Weatherbong from the Australian Police Force. Look, mate, just ringing to tell you that we've apprehended a guy who poses as a relative to rich cunts in order to get close to their millions. So, this, this dirty dog's a real crimo. So, uh, yeah, just letting you know, mate, that if you've formed a relationship with anyone like that recently, you should consider yourself lucky that we've chucked him in the slammer. And any physical resemblance is just a jumbo coincidence. So, yeah, cheers, mate. That's all. Thanks. Cheers, mate. Bye. Pabin is shocked. The phone rings again. This is Stevie Wonder. I just have a message for Evan. I want to say I fucking love Death by Unger, Bunga, and I want them to be support band on the fucking tour so you can stay in both bands, mate. Then Sebastian bursts through the door. Boys, I have some shit I need to tell you. So do we. There's no time. Sian is angry that his issue wasn't resolved by the magic phone. The band boards the helicopter to the venue, fade to black. Backstage, spirits are higher than they've ever been before. I'm so happy that we're all back together again. Me too. This is my girlfriend, by the way, guys. Marit Delvik. Meet the rest of the band. Hello. Nice to meet you. Oh, I see I chose the best-looking member of the band. <laughs> uh, guys, I have an important announcement to make. There's no time for that. Where's Theom? Stian is sitting alone in his dressing room. He is carving the words betrayed and strings into a table with the sharp knife he always carries. Somebody knocks on the door. Hey, Stian, man, just wanted to say good luck with the show, you know, I know it's going to go great. Oh, thanks. I must admit, I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, that's okay, actually. You know, I was once set to perform the song The Scientist on Jules Holland, you know, but I had a cold that day, you know, so I didn't feel too great. Thanks, Chris. Your stories always help. Anyway, bro, break some legs. He heads out of the room before turning back to Stian once more. Oh, and Stian. Yeah? Some cats in the music biz told me you're still looking for guitar strings. <laughs> Why not try these on for size? Chris frisbees a cardboard square to Stian. It contains the finest guitar strings anybody has ever seen. Stian installs them in record time. Remember what I said, Stian? I'll always be there for you. The crowd can be heard doing a We Will Rock You style. In addition to the 700,000 ticket buyers, an additional 300,000 watch from the surrounding hills or have snuck in illegally. Death by Ongabunga, along with Marit Elvig and Chris Martin, lean in to form a classic huddle. Guys, I have something to tell you. Not now! 
I have a new poem I'd like to read. It sums up how I feel about the journey we've been on. I'm looking forward to this. Me too. How exciting! Great. <clears throat> At last, the final curtain. But not like I thought. Not a wail of sadness. Nor an old sail by the wing caught. But a tapestry of love. A canvas for tomorrow. When sun rises on us merry men. We seize the joy. Steal it. Beg. Borrow. For nothing can silence us now. Lovers, thieves, nor shrinks. For none can get the mixture wrong. And we drink our merry drinks. For without you, there's no me. As we navigate these choppy brinks. So raise a glass to friendship. The one ship that never sinks. Again, a familiar silence. Possibly because they all know that this was the best poem any of them have ever heard. Guys, I have to tell you something. Oh no. Are you about to quit the band now? I just wanted to say... that you're the best friends a guy could ever ask for. And I ain't going nowhere. Live and Death er produsert av Preben Andersen, Timothy Wason og Jonas Torstensen, med hjelp av Vida Grande. Musik av Death by Unga Bunga og Gustav Holst. 